Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. A federal judge blocks the FDA's approval of an abortion pill, and within hours, another judge issues a conflicting decision. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, on Good Friday, there was an amazing decision, 76-page ruling from a judge in Texas that suspended the Food and Drugs Administration, FDA's approval of an abortion drug, sometimes referred to as RU486, or mifepristone, as it's also known. Uh, that particular drug was approved, rushed through, frankly, in 2000. The FDA approved this during the very end of the Clinton administration, and that has been on the market since that time. This judge found that the approval process violated procedures, blocked it, issued an injunction, but suspended the enforcement of the injunction pending seven days to allow the government to appeal, which they have done. So that is now up on appeal. But within hours, Holly, of that decision, there was another decision, a 31-page ruling. Now, this was a case in which Democratic uh, attorneys general from a number of different states brought a lawsuit in Washington state against certain regulations, and that judge did not grant everything that they wanted, and in fact uh, did give an injunction, that is a preliminary injunction, that applies only to those states. Uh, so it is not a nationwide injunction, and so far what that injunction says is that the FDA should continue the process of moving forward with its so-called RU486 pending a full hearing on the merits. You know, in that Washington state uh, lawsuit, it's no surprise those other states that are involved are primarily blue states. Yeah, they're blue states for but, sure. But, you know, the thing is, Matt, I mean, they are fighting for this because this is a huge industry. Abortion is a huge moneymaker for these different organizations, for Planned Parenthood, for the FDA, but they don't stop and think what this is doing. I mean, these pills, they give these women just kind of like their candy. Here, take this. You might have some cramping and bleeding. The first one, which starves the baby, and the second one, which expels or starts contractions in the delivery process. I mean, it's just inhumane what's happening. And, you know, we recently did an interview with Dr. William Lyle in the Panhandle, and he talks about many of these women are dying because what they actually have is an ectopic pregnancy, and they don't know that, and they're told, okay, you'll take the pill, you'll have these symptoms, cramping and bleeding, not knowing that they have an ectopic pregnancy, and they end up bleeding to death as yeah, a result. Yeah, he said that about 1% of pregnancies are ectopic or tubal pregnancies, which obviously are life-threatening if mm -hmm. uh, not detected. They can cause bleeding. And they are told when you get these abortion drugs, this RU486 regimen of drugs, that that can also cause bleeding. So in 1% of those people who are getting these abortion drugs, you're going to have bleeding from the drug right. because of what it's doing to your body. Right. But that 1% of those individuals may also be suffering from an ectopic or tubal pregnancy. They don't know it. They just assume that this is what is expected. 
and consequently they die because it's not detected. And if they haven't had an ultrasound, they'll never know until it's too late. So it's just tragic. But again, they're just pushing these pills uh, because they're making money off them. As we know, our experience with Planned Parenthood, it's a huge industry um, that's killing women and children. Well, this uh, 76-page ruling by this Texas judge in Amarillo in the case of Alliance for Hippocratic Medicine versus FDA was a stellar ruling. Uh, the court wrote that the court does not second-guess FDA's decision-making lightly, but here FDA acquiesced on its legitimate safety concerns in violation of its statutory duty based on plainly unsound reasoning and studies that did not support its conclusions. Uh, there is also evidence, he says, indicating FDA faced significant political pressure to forego its proposed safety precautions to better advance the political objective of increased access to chemical abortion, which was the whole idea of Mifepristone. I remember when this happened, uh, this was at the time of the FDA pushing this. Um, I said before that uh, this was in 2000. So this would have been at the end of the Clinton administration, not the Obama administration. It was right at the beginning of the uh, transition of presidents, because remember George W. Bush was elected in the year 2000. So this was uh, the tail end of the Clinton administration pushing this chemical abortion. No I remember that there yeah. was clearly political pressure back then at that time for the FDA to get this done before there was a change in presidents. And this judge saw the evidence, and he clearly says, indeed, this is what happened. He also says, uh, he asked the question, why did it take two decades for a judicial review in federal court? After all, he said plaintiff's petitions challenging the 2000 approval date back to the year 2002. Wow. 2002. He says, simply put, the FDA stonewalled judicial review until now. You know, the judge's name sounds really familiar, like we've we've had him before with another great ruling. I can't recall it at the moment, but I think he's he's doing some great things with his, his rulings. He, he's certainly a constitutionalist. He Absolutely. believes in more of original intent. He's not a judicial activist judge by any means. Uh, the fact of the matter is, as you know, chemical abortions currently account for more than half of all abortions in the United States. Now, according to the pro-abortion Guttmacher Institute, Mifoprestone, uh, which the FDA approved for use in the first 10 weeks of pregnancy, uh, recently became the most common method of abortion over a uh, procedural option in uh, the U.S. due to uh, being a method of circumventing state laws. Just here's a question that comes to mind. With the overturning of Roe versus Wade and that abortion is no longer legal as a federal issue, how does this come into play with the abortion pill? Well, that's the thing. That's what uh, I was just indicating. That's why this has become even post-Dobbs with the overturning of Roe and even pre Dobbs with some of the restrictions out there. Uh, this is a abortion pill that can be taken 10 weeks. That's 70 days. That's mm -hmm. exactly the same thing that Dr. William Lyle said when we did the program with him on our Freedom Alive program. Right. 70 days or 10 weeks post-conception. And 54% of abortions are now 
chemical abortions. Right, and so some of the state laws, both before and then certainly now after, especially after Dobbs, are restricting abortion or banning abortion. Mm -hmm. So how do you get around it? And so what's happening is these medications are being used to get around some of the state laws. Now, Wyoming just became the first state in the country to ban chemical abortions, and so other states are going to be moving, I believe, in that direction as well to ban chemical abortions because this is a way to get around some of these. For example, if you have states that have uh, a heartbeat law, which is about six weeks, and there's a number of states now that have these laws that are heartbeat laws so that when the heartbeat is detected, abortion is no longer permissible. That's around six weeks post-gestation. These kinds of abortion pills can be taken 10 weeks post-gestation, so that would be done in violation of those laws. You couldn't get a surgical abortion procedure in those states, but these chemical abortions, mm -hmm. people can dispense them across state lines. They can get those ordered different ways, uh, get them in their stores. possessions. Walgreens, CVS in their is, drug stores, is that's selling right. them. You know? And that is a direct violation of the state laws. Yeah, so I assume that in a state, for example, with Wyoming that's saying no to abortions, they could not have the CVS and the Walgreens selling them. Is that correct? That's right. And so some of these um, drug companies or pharmaceutical companies, the drug stores, are not selling this because they would be in violation of some of the state laws. And so they're making a policy nationwide. Remember, I believe it was Walgreens that now state of California wants to boycott yeah. as a state Newsom against had a little fit about the that. Walgreens because Walgreens made a decision not to sell this. Well, the right. other judge in Washington state where the Democratic attorneys general filed suit, that injunction applies only to the states of Washington, Oregon, Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Illinois, Michigan, Nevada, New Mexico, Rhode Island, Vermont, District of Columbia, Hawaii, Maine, Maryland, Minnesota, and Pennsylvania. It is not a statewide injunction. But on the other hand, the other Texas injunction is not a statewide injunction either because it was suspended pending the appeal. Either way, these cases likely could make themselves go all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court at some point. Uh, we'll have to watch these cases. But this is a very good ruling from this federal judge in Texas. We're going to continue to monitor it, and we're going to continue to fight for the sanctity of human life. Great decision at the U.S. Supreme Court to reverse Roe versus Wade and Planned Parenthood versus Casey. But now the fight for life is at the individual state levels. For more information, go to Liberty Council's website, lc.org forward slash life. That's lc.org forward slash life. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org.